0: This is the Family Money Adventure Show, the money and travel podcast helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I am Kevin Payne. Join me every other week as we have meaningful conversations about family, money, and travel. Hey, adventurers. Today, we are continuing our Disney World series. In this episode, I'm going to share some of our favorite tips and tricks for families visiting Walt Disney World. Now, we've already discussed where to stay at Disney World, how to save money at Disney World, and even how to use points and miles to pay for your Disney vacation. This week, we're going through our favorite tips for visiting Walt Disney World as a family We are going to squeeze a ton of information into this episode. Now, whether it's your first Disney World vacation or you're a seasoned pro, these tips will help you plan an enjoyable experience for your entire family. Now, stick around for the full episode to hear all of the valuable tips and tricks to plan and implement the very best Disney World vacation for your family. And as a bonus, we've included some additional tips and tricks for planning your trip, in the full episode blog post on the Family Money Adventure website. Also, you can subscribe to Three Things, our revamped newsletter, to get the latest money and travel information and content. We've updated our newsletter to make it easier to create and consume. It's one email a week, three things, that's it. Now, without further ado, let's dive into our favorite Disney World tips. And like always... Take what works for you and scrap the rest. You won't hurt my feelings. Tip number one, understand that it's probably going to be busy. Disney World is a highly popular destination, as you might expect, especially during peak season like summer and major holidays. Be prepared for crowds, long lines, and bustling activity. and Keep this in mind to help manage your expectations and keep stress levels down. This is not a relaxing beach vacation. This is Disney World, so plan accordingly. Next tip, pack water and snacks. Now, Disney World actually has some of the best policies you'll find of any theme park or amusement park on what you can bring into the park in terms of food. The Florida heat can be super draining, so packing water and snacks can be a real lifesaver, not just for your kids, but for yourself. Not only does it keep everyone hydrated and energized, but it can also save you money on park food. Get yourself a really good, high-quality backpack cooler to keep everything cool throughout the day. Next tip is to arrive early. Getting to the park early allows you to experience your favorite rides with shorter wait times usually. Get there early enough for rope drop, which is when they let the guests pass a certain point to start navigating through the parks to the attractions. And if you are staying at a Walt Disney Resort, take advantage of early entry, which is 30 extra minutes before the park opens to other guests. During my recent stay, I was able to knock out four or five of the most popular attractions at Hollywood Studios before anyone else even entered the park. Next tip, download the My Disney Experience app. This is an absolute must if you are visiting Walt Disney World. This app is your digital guide to all things Disney World from Genie Plus service to ride wait times, mobile dining, and even chat support. You can manage your entire trip right from your smartphone. Next up, learn how to use Genie Plus. Genie Plus is the relatively new paid service that replaced the old FastPass system, and it can help you to make the most out of your visit by skipping the regular queues at certain attractions. Now, get to know how it works in advance for a smoother experience and have a working knowledge of Genie Plus, lightning lanes, individual lightning lanes, and virtual queues. It's indispensable. Is Genie Plus necessary? No, it often depends on the size of the crowds and your itinerary. It can be an expensive add-on to your park tickets, especially if you have a large family like ours. But it's also super helpful just to understand how this whole system works as you navigate the parks, whether you're going to purchase it or not. Perhaps one of the most important tips if you're going to go to Disney World with your family is to have a plan. Disney World is not the place to go for an impromptu trip without planning anything. You're going to end up wasting time, money, and energy when you could have done a little bit of advanced research and planning and had such a great experience. So don't go in blind. Make a daily itinerary. Decide which park attractions and rides are a must for your family and which ones you're okay skipping. Which parades and shows you want to catch? Which characters do you want to meet? Where do you want to dine? Try to figure these things out in advance before you show up. On the flip side, also... Allow for some flexibility, because everything is not going to go to plan. That's just how it goes. And kind of to continue that tip, plan your park days strategically. If you're visiting the parks for multiple days, think about the order in which you visit. Look up the park hours and plan accordingly. Plan rest days for in-between park days to recover, or if you know that you're gonna be staying late, for example, at Magic Kingdom, maybe make the next day a rest day or visit a park that opens a little bit later so you can still get some rest. Next up, we're talking about dining reservations. You should book your dining reservations as soon as possible. Now, Disney allows you to book dining reservations 60 days in advance of your arrival. If you are a resort guest... You have a little bit of an advantage because you can actually book reservations for your entire trip up to 10 days total at that 60-day mark, making some of your reservations 70 days in advance, basically. Now, if you have a particular restaurant in mind, make sure that you secure your reservations as early as possible. If you're planning on dining at Disney Springs, this tip will help you even more. Use Open Table. Which is another dining reservation app. Many of the restaurants at Disney Springs are also listed on Open Table. And sometimes it's easier to find reservations through Open Table than it is directly through the Disney app. Our next tip is to create family rules for safety. Disney is crowded and it's very easy to get separated. Consider giving younger children ID bracelets. I've also heard of parents actually using Air Tags to track their kids. Instruct your kids on what to do if they get separated, like finding a cast member or having an established meeting place. This next tip is my absolute favorite travel tip. It's not just for Disney World. It's called the pickle. Now, our family, half of us at least, are fast walkers. And if you've ever been to Disney World, you know that it can be a challenge to navigate the crowds, especially slower walkers, people who don't know where they're going, strollers, scooters, and large groups. And that's why you need a code word. Ours is pickle. And it all started on a trip with my wife to New York City. We found it extremely difficult to try to walk next to each other around the busy city without running into people and obstacles. So we came up with a code word to use whenever we need to split up to get around people. Now don't ask us why our word is pickle, but it is. And we've passed it on to our kids. Now when we're navigating the park to get to an attraction quickly, instead of getting frustrated or making a comment about slower walkers, we just say pickle and everyone disperses and... Assembles back together like we're the Avengers once we've passed by. Now this tip works better with older kids, and it's kind of fun, honestly. I don't know if it actually saves any time. It definitely doesn't save money, but it's a fun thing to do, and we love it. So find your pickle. Next up, take midday breaks. Disney World can be overwhelming, particularly for younger children, but also for parents, if we're being honest. Taking a break in the middle of the day can be a good way to escape the heat and recharge for the evening. Then honestly, you're not missing out by leaving the park. You're going to be refreshed and energized, which is much better than staying at the parks and being exhausted and cranky and hangry and whatever else. So head back to your hotel or resort for a dip in the pool, a nap, or just some downtime outside of the heat and head back to the parks later next tip use disability access service or das if needed disney world is accommodating for guests who may have difficulty navigating the standard queue system of park attractions utilize their disability access service to make the experience more enjoyable and comfortable for everyone now you need to contact disney before your trip to learn what services are available and how to qualify And you can pre-register for DAS as early as 30 days before you arrive, but you need to do it no less than two days before arrival. Along the same lines, take advantage of special break areas to get a break from the Disney magic. Disney World can be overwhelming, especially for park guests with cognitive disabilities. Now, Disney World has more than a dozen or so break areas around the four parks that are less busy and can provide some relief from overstimulation. I'll include a link to Disney World's complete planning guide for guests with cognitive disabilities. There's a ton of information in there. Another great way to get a quick break from all of the excitement of Disney is to just leave the park for a little bit and go on a ride on a monorail or a Skyliner which are generally pretty quiet. Next tip, check the calendar for special events at Disney World. Now, Disney runs special events all year round. Events like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party or Epcot's Food and Wine Festival can add extra magic to your trip. Some of these events are open to all park guests, while other ones require a separate ticket to attend and can even affect the park's normal operating hours. Now, they're a great experience if you've always wanted to attend a special event at Disney World, but if you're not interested, visiting during these times of the year can be a little more crowded. Next tip, drink free water. Cannot stress this enough that you need to stay hydrated. Well, you can save money and stay hydrated by taking advantage of free ice water available at many of the food and beverage stands around the parks. Along the same lines, order groceries. Order any food, snacks, drinks that you want for your trip versus buying them in the parks or at your resort. Use Instacart, Walmart delivery, or another delivery service, or even do in-person grocery pickups when available. I can tell you from personal experience that shopping in person at local grocery stores or superstores can be absolutely nuts. Now, many of the Disney resorts except grocery deliveries. We actually did this on an anniversary trip recently where we stayed at Coronado and we had an Instacart order delivered. Now, in some cases, these orders will go to the hotel lobby or the bell area and you'll need to go pick them up. We got lucky that they actually delivered it to our room for us, but we needed to be present to receive it. So you'll need to check with your resort for their policies on grocery delivery before placing an order, but this is a great way to save some money. Our next tip is to use Rider Switch. If you have younger children who can't go on certain rides or attractions, the Rider Switch feature allows one parent to ride while the other stays with the child, and then you'll end up swapping out without having to wait in line again. If you have infants, take advantage of baby care centers that are located in all of the parks. These baby care centers are equipped with changing tables, feeding areas, and even little shops for baby essentials. That's a quiet and air-conditioned space, and it's perfect for families with infants who just need a break. Mm -hmm. If you're visiting Walt Disney World, your next tip is to pack the essentials. Some of these are more obvious than others, but you need to pack essentials like sunscreen, water bottles, hats, sunglasses, fans, misters, anything that you might need to deal with sunny Florida days. I can tell you right now that it's likely to rain at least once during your trip. So bring disposable ponchos, compact umbrellas, or easy-to-carry rain jackets with you. Purchase park essentials in advance to save money instead of buying them in the park. Now, one of the most important things, at least for our family, that we need to pack and the next tip is to pack extra power banks and chargers. Now, between using the My Disney Experience app all day, taking photos and videos, and just scrolling social media while you're in line, your phone's battery is going to run out much faster than you think. So keep it charged up by bringing along extra power banks and chargers for your entire family. Next up, use an authorized Disney vacation planner. These are Disney experts who can help you tailor your trip to meet your family's needs. Authorized Disney vacation planners are paid by Disney so you don't pay for this service. And they can handle everything from dining reservations to hotel bookings to just general tips and tricks for planning your trip. Next up, use Disney photographers for photos. Now you can purchase a Disney Photo Pass and this will give you access to all of the attraction photos and pictures taken by park photographers during your trip. And this can kind of be an expensive add-on to your trip. Now, whether you're going to buy a pass or not, go ahead and get your photo taken around the parks by photographers. You might have an opportunity later on to see these photos and be able to purchase it later if you like them. might even have an opportunity to purchase photos individually. But the real tip here is to use park photographers to take photos using your camera or phone. They are more than willing to do that. You can have them take photos with their camera and yours, or just with yours. They are more than willing to do that. Along the lines with cameras, get out from behind your camera. Now, if you're like us, we love taking photos to capture our family memories. One day, you and your children are going to look back at all of these photos from all of your adventures. You're not going to want to miss out on being part of those memories because you were hiding behind the lens as your family's designated photographer. Get in your family photos. Take pictures with your kids. Take selfies. Whatever it takes. Have other park guests take pictures. Have the Disney photographers take pictures. Switch who in your family is taking pictures. But make sure that you are not always hiding behind your camera or phone so that you aren't present in these pictures when your family goes to look at them later. Period. We've talked a little bit about advanced planning, so our next tip is to do your homework before you arrive. Take time to research park attractions before you visit. Check out the ride height guidelines, especially if you have younger children. That way you know which rides your kids can and can't ride. And you'll also be able to check whether there's any attractions that are closed for refurbishment during your trip. Now our last tip, and maybe one of the most important ones, is to wear comfortable shoes. Now I am a self-professed sneakerhead, but I do not wear those to the park. I wear comfortable tennis shoes, ones that I'm okay getting wet, since it rains often. Honestly, you can easily walk 10 to 15 miles per day, if not more, in any of the Disney parks. You need to invest in comfortable shoes and break them in before your trip. It's not a fashion show. You want to be comfortable, and at the end of the day, you will thank me if you wore comfortable shoes. Another thing you can do to help is to increase your physical activity, especially walking leading up to your trip to prepare for it. I know some people who even choose to start walking in the heat of the day where they live so that they can kind of prepare for the Florida sun. Now, all of these tips and tricks and others that I'm going to include in our full episode blog post They're meant to help you maximize the joy and minimize the stress of your family trip to Disney World. Like always, if you have any Disney World questions on planning a trip or how to use points and miles or anything Disney related, feel free to reach out to me and I can help. We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear in upcoming episodes? Head over to familymoneyadventure.com and leave us a comment or message. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted. Until the next adventure.